podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Right. I'm all right. How are you? I'm all right. Johnny's here. Jonathan Schrage is here. How are you doing? I've got, got to give a massive shout out to the T-shirt. Yes. Look at that. Hey. We just said he's just shown us and I've gone, I'm sure that's original. I remember that. Joe, the swag sellers outside, I remember them selling that. Yeah, I actually thought United Colours of Benetton for so long was like a United match day thing. Joe, you got an old day like yeah, Tenerife yeah, and that. Yeah, yeah. And they actually got, they sell Benetton because that's the only places they sell it. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, that's the, f- the thing. And I was like, don't you dick. No, it's not. <laughs> All right, okay. Yeah. Welcome. I can't believe it's a yeah. good nick. It's it, about 30 years old about doesn't look a day you have to get way closer to that, Johnny. Yeah, get over there here. so we can, hear, we can hear what you've got Matt to say. Give him a quick and boost there, Callum. The... Oh, so don't worry. Don't worry. Take your headphones off if you can't hear anything. Don't worry about right. um, Yeah, so there's not much to talk about anyways. Though. Nothing going on in the United Got really. Jonathan on, and I'm sorry, Jonathan, that you're here, but we haven't really got anything to talk about, so it's going to be a very short podcast. I'm, I'm just here to listen to Steve's takes on Mr. Rangnick. <laughs> the, f- the good thing about yeah. Steve and Mr. Rangnick is... Steve can't watch any more videos on Mr. Rangnick because he was already watching them all anyway. So it's not like he suddenly started watching videos because that's kind of what he was doing anyway. Uh, it was funny because there's a couple of people gone, never heard you mention him. And I'm like, okay, cool. I don't know what you want me to do with that. So I went and found a tweet. I got a, there's a tweet from it. It was actually November last year where I was like, I'm getting a little bit obsessed with Ralph Rangnick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See what I mean? Like randomly. And I remember asking you about him because I didn't know a lot about him. And you were like, oh, yeah. Yeah, he's um, he's good stuff. What I thought was he was far too much of a good football appointment for United to do it. Yeah, like does he even have an Instagram account? <laughs> That's a good question. Don't say that out loud, Steve, because if they find out he hasn't, they might cancel this uh, approach. Um, but it actually feels it feels like there's, there's a few things that have sort of been dug up, aren't they, over the last 24 hours of carnage that we've had. One of them being that... We're not not trying to cancel him already, are we? No, 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 I don't mean like that. (laughs) There was, in the last... uh, In 2019, John Murtagh, when he was in his previous development uh, developmental job at the club, had gone over to visit Ragnick. Oh, yeah, um, sorry, sorry, yeah. And, and, uh, you know, asked him a load of questions about club development, club building, this, that, and the other, and there seems to be, like, more and more things like that coming out there. Okay. Actually, these lot might have had an eye on him for a minute or two. You said... A little while ago, um, that it was too sensible. You were saying this doesn't. This this is too sensible. Well, Joe, he really started come to four with the Newcastle takeover, right? Because I was hoping they'd like get Gazza and Shearer in, Ant and Deck, throw <laughs> loads of money around, and that'd be a laugh. I, I thought that was an option. I'm not gonna lie. That, that's just you know, hilarious. You can see Kaya, they're famous. They're Jordies. But like when the first thing you hear is they're looking at a point around Fagnick as director of football, I went shit. They might oh, get they know what they're doing. Yeah, they know what they're doing. Yeah. That's yeah. not good for the rest of the Premier League. So he's kind of come into sort of the lexicon a little bit in the last six weeks because yeah. of the Newcastle takeover. Um, and then I, I found it weird. We was, I think we were talking, I don't know if we did it on the podcast or if we were just chatting upstairs. What we said, there seems to be a short list of, of actual managers, you know, your Poch and Zidane and Valverde recently and, and even Rodgers allegedly and all of these sorts of things. But there was only ever Ralph Ragnick's name. And it was only a little quiet little whisper that it was a name. But there was only ever his name in the frame for the interim job. And Steve Bruce, which might have been all Steve Bruce is doing. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, it does sound like that was all Steve Bruce is doing. What did you make, Jonathan, when you heard the news that Ragnick... Because I think you, Steve, you said a few days ago, didn't you, that this looks like it's got legs. Unlike some journalists who got burnt, didn't they? 
Ah, mate. Yeah, what are you that you actually talk to regular? I know. Mr. Christian Falk said not true. <laughs> and then had to go, and not true on his not true. <laughs> 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 Which, you know, considering he's like the main man in Germany, wasn't great. Uh, what did you make of it when you heard that this looks like it's got legs and that the former RB Leipzig and Hoffenheim manager <laughs> was coming to United? And is it Schalke as well? Schalke, there's a, there's a host. A few, yeah. And Ulm. Uh, oh, yes, there's Stuttgart, there's Hanover. There's uh, uh, yeah, there's lots of others that I don't want to insult by. More clubs than Tiger Woods. Thank you. There you go. Uh, yeah, when, when when you heard he was uh, coming, were you happy? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, I'm, I probably fall more on the side of your sort of way with things in terms of like knowing about the nuances of football and certainly further afield anyway in Europe and what have you. But I think the most encouraging thing for me is hearing people like sort of Jurgen Klopp today just fawning over the fella. Did you say that? And, and it was almost like he was having to temper his own enthusiasm about the geezer. And I love seeing that. You no. know, that, that was that was the, the most encouraging thing for me. Yeah, if you don't know what uh, Klopp said today, speaking about Ragnick, he said, unfortunately, a good coach is coming <laughs> to England. That's how it is to Manchester United. Ralph is obviously a really experienced manager. He built most famously two clubs from nowhere to prosper threats and forces in Germany with Hoffenheim and Leipzig. You had to say a few other things as well. So he's a obviously he's got that pedigree, hasn't he? Pedigree. Yeah. You you know, for me, there feels like a touch of the Bielsa's about him in the sense that other managers who you respect and that are well, well respected cite him as a yeah. good influence and a positive influence on them. I mean, there was talk on there, and I saw some of this day like when he was at Hoffenheim, I think they played Dortmund and you know, he beat him 4-1. and With pressing. Yeah, and, and Klopp's and Klopp like, was like, what was that? Mm, that's a, that seems to work. I know he's known for the, yeah. the one of the expo exporters of that, essentially. Yeah, I think people look at his win percentage, which isn't a great metric to look at anyway, because there's no context to win percentage. Yeah. Yeah. There was a couple of times, I think, especially Hoffenheim, he took them over and I think they had a billionaire owner, but they were in the third division. Okay. And I think quickly after he took them over there, I think they did all right. They got promoted. But then they started the following season and nearly got relegated until they kicked in and then they, they eventually did well. But if you're near relegation at some point, you ain't going to have a 100% win rate, are you? you know, if you're climbing up through the leagues, you're buying players relevant to those leagues. Mm -hmm. You're not signing your Neymar, Messi and Mbappe, are you, and trying to play Division Three with them. Like, you're literally... I mean, they were signing r real unheard of players. And actually, some of the players, like Joe Matic played for Schalke against us 10 years ago. Yeah. Like, there's was, a lot of random. I was going to say, did we, was he in charge when we played him in the semi? Yes. That yes, one was, yeah. between that I'm, right. I mean, okay, I don't yeah. remember him. I'm not going to pretend. I barely remember that game, if I was honest. I was still drinking. No, I, 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 the away game, I, we were comfortable, weren't we? We won 2 0, but it could have been. Was that, that was the one with that, like Anderson and Gibson? 4 1. Anderson four, and Gibson were getting on the axe. 2 1, 4 0. Was it two one four nil? There was one game away so where we just could nil, have been about ten. It was, yeah, it was it was over before it got going, wasn't it? Yeah. Like, who, was uh, the, who was the keeper there? Newer. Yeah, Newer oh, yeah. kept the minute, didn't he? Because we always bring about... up that graphic, don't we? Of like Gibson and Anderson scoring against him, and it's like, he's, 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 he's come on, <laughs> shit. Hey, he was this guy. So uh, I had a lot of for Rio because we was going to go do a live reaction to it today. Right, so I asked yeah, him a load cool. of questions, and his reply was, "I can't answer any of them questions." Why? Well, I don't know. This is what I'm telling you. So. Like, but one of them was, do you remember playing against him? <laughs> this isn't like, I asked a couple of things like, has he heard of Fletch? Like, does he know what the role's going to oh, be right, going okay, forward? Okay, but was, then like, I some was... of the questions were literally like, do you remember playing against him? Yeah. Do you remember anything Alex Ferguson said about him or, or his team in the build up to it? 
thinking these have been pretty good questions. He just was like, can't answer any of them questions. What, none of them? As in, he can't remember or he just don't want to? I don't know. All right, okay. since. I don't know. It must be difficult, though, for a, a player obviously plays hundreds of games like 10 years ago. I know he's retired yeah. now, but do you remember that specific game? That it's we Champions played? League semi-final. Yeah, but still. And probably, like, it's probably as well, because the mythology around him seems to have emerged more in the last decade, yeah. doesn't it? Like, and obviously, I think through Klopp's kind of yeah. popularised it in this country, yeah. and, and sort of given him the credit. So that's probably where he's well, become more renowned. Nagelsmann, Hasenhutl, Klopp, Tuchel, yeah. all of these guys have kind of like gone on and done bigger Champ and better and things. And championed his style. Well, that's a good point they? you made there, because Tuchel, he's been asked about him today, or he's spoken about him, and he said he helped me a lot because he was my coach, and then one of the main figures to convince me to try yeah. coaching. I think that um, Ra Ragnick was saying that Tuchel was working in a bar or something. He was like, he wasn't going to be a coach. Yeah. He was obviously been a player, but he wasn't. He had any, any intention of being a coach, and he got him doing the under-15s. Uh, he goes on to say he was a huge influence on all of us at this time because he showed us it's not important to follow people to the toilet in games. People <laughs> felt defenders followed the strikers in games. Uh, but then he goes on to say, before I get carried away and talk too much, he isn't appointed yet, so let's respect everybody. No, let's not respect everyone. Let's just act like he's here. Yeah, I believe Sky just before he came live had mentioned that an agreement's been reached with uh, Locomotive Moscow. Oh, come on, so that was felt like a bit of a formality that needed to be yeah. a box that needed to be ticked. That's ticked. The word of the grapevine was it was going to be announced today. We have all our live videos ready to go. Yeah. <laughs> Cheers, lads! It's fucking four o'clock. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Going What's going on here? Hey. Come on, you can at least get... When we did Ronaldo as we were live, that's like the sort of thing you want. Come on, help us out. Um, Romano's tweeted 52 minutes ago. I think we all know this, and you've just more or less said it's the uh, agreement in place between United and Locomotive Moscow for Ralph Ragnick. Deal most likely to be signed late this weekend. Ragnick also has an agreement to join as interim manager and then with consultancy, inverted commas, role starting from June 2022. Uh, Jonathan, I'll ask you, yeah. the consultancy role, how... Much consulting do you think he's going to do? How big an influence do you think he can be once he isn't the manager anymore? Wasn't before it was announced that Woodward was going to extend. Wasn't he meant to be doing some consultancy as well? well I'm hoping I'm that I'm hoping I'm that hoping Ed Woodward's consultancy has got nothing to do with <laughs> Ralph Ragnick's. Because I'm hoping Ed Woodward's consultancy is like, oh, I've got that number of that noodle sponsor you're asking for. <laughs> you're asking for <laughs> where Ralph Ragnick's actually like, here's how we should play, and here's the players I've got in place to help you do that. Well, here's the yes. staff and the infrastructure. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm hoping. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, but I'm, I'm hoping it's night and day with those two. So, have you noticed that United yeah. were very, very protective over and particular over the titles given to Murta and Fletch. Yes. Yeah, I got a bit yeah, confused because I kept getting them wrong for starters. So let me, like, Murta, director of football, Fletch, technical director. Yeah, which that, leaves a door open. on the LinkedIn, is it? Yeah, which leaves right. a door open for a sporting director. Aha. <laughs> uh -huh. Which is uh, apparently what Ralph's going to be. So we're going to have What's a... your thoughts on whether he looks like me, old man? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I was just chatting out. <laughs> like Ronaldo gripped me yesterday upstairs, yeah. like, yo. He does, doesn't he? Can we get. You, he's been on. Does can your we old get man wear glasses? He doesn't wear glasses, does, yeah, he? does yeah. he? Producer, no, yeah, producer Callum's going to get a picture of your dad. When he was on the <laughs> channel as well, so we're not going through your like, personal fit photos here. Um, yeah, he does actually. Do you know what? We should get your. Right, I've got an idea. Don't, don't tell anyone about this, Jonathan. I know what you're like, right? Don't tweet it. Right? Get your dad. Oh my God, it's, it's uncanny, right? Oh, I've got this. Similar glasses as well. Yeah, he's got them glasses. Perfect. We did this with Ian Sterling mm. from Most because people thought it was Louis Van Gaal, right? <laughs> You're sending him out into town. <laughs> Get a photo of you oh. interviewing your daddy, yeah? We'll put that on a thumbnail. <laughs> and and we'll Ralph Ragnick. Yeah. The Ralph Ragnick interview. 
So, Dad, what do you reckon about this Ralph Ragnick fellow, man? <laughs> we'll get like a million hits of you <laughs> talking to me, Dad. <laughs> and all the comments are like, that's not Ralph Ragnick. <laughs> that's all since Dad said it's the Ralph yeah, Ragnick. Technically, it sounds very Mancunian all of a sudden, doesn't it? This Ragnick. I know, yeah. Uh, Raja. I don't know. <laughs> If you go uh, on my Instagram, it's the Remembrance Day one. He's yeah. stood next to me on that. Just use that one. Uh, Raja Vashishista says, what will be the learning curve with our players? That's a good question. Steep. That. Steep. <laughs> Do you think they, they are going to have to sort of... I know they had to pull the socks up anyway, but they are going to have a rude awakening with this guy, do you feel? Um, yeah, I mean, I think... Have we all seen the video that went round last night with him turning the lights off in the Leipzig dressing room? Yeah, quite intense. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Do you know what it is, though, with things like that, right? You look at things like that, and I like him. And when we don't know now, we like it. And if things are going well, we like it. If things start going wrong... He's a bully. Then you Why go, is he turning the fucking yeah. lights? Yeah. <laughs> you remember, like, do you remember Van Gaal with the yeah. substitute, the goalkeeper? I watched that on a fort, and he went through. Oh my, like, yeah, oh this guy's God. a ledge. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. We've appointed a genius. <laughs> when I was watching Phil Jones on corners, whatever, I was like, this guy's lost the plot. And actually, in retrospect, that was a bonkers move to take off your keeper. Um, so yeah, I've seen that. I've seen him going onto the, the pitch with his phone, which I quite like. But again, you know, it's all fun and games and something. It's always in the Premier League. Yeah, and then you're thinking, <laughs> actually, pack it in. <laughs> and he wakes them up, doesn't he, at midnight or something. And Does goes, it? Apparently there's one way he wakes them up at midnight, takes them out training so that basically they can they can do it half asleep, his ah. actual system. That's all Which right. is amazing. I don't know if that's just... Myth. I, I know there's there's a, a story going around about him, which I think might have been in the Das Reboot thing, that he's, he's an obsessive worker and, and someone that, if ideas come to him, mm. we're, we're doing the idea now. Like, really? A bit like me. So, yeah. like, if we I get an idea, <laughs> yeah. we're just doing it. Trust me, like, I know that one. We're going live now with this video. <laughs> wow, okay. Um, so, he, he will, not necessarily the players, although I assume that there's probably some double sessions about to start kicking in. Yeah. Um, but with staff and stuff like that, if he gets an idea at quarter to midnight, you better meet me there. That Carrington <laughs> sort of thing. Which, I love do you know it. what? Like, yeah, they're fucking they're well, well compensated like, yeah. enough. Like, let's just, right. You're not on minimum wage, are you? You're not going to no. have to get a fucking Uber in. No. What's, do you think he's very, he is very different from a lot of other managers? Because one thing I saw, like, a, I think it was, and I like Bill Rice, good mate, and he, he tweeted something like, side by side, he, did, um, he did a tweet, like, from a, a bit of a yeah, book. Yeah, an and extract, it was like, yeah. And it was like, oh, you know, he insists on players just taking two touches, and I think, in training, and I think, well, that's... But that, that's not that... It, uh, yeah, but is, is it, that's what I mean, is that... But that's I'm, not that revolutionary, because I remember even, fucking not comparing myself to flipping... Uh, you know, Ralph Rangnick, but I remember being at school and we used to do two touch at school, yeah, you know, I just mean, to make sure you like, things like that's what I'm getting at. Are we looking to elaborate? Yeah, that's yeah. like an old school. And also, if you remember, that's what I mean. Like, yeah. I, even I've, I mean, I've not played to any decent level whatsoever, but even I remember two touch in training when I was exactly. play. Just to make sure. And also, there was the, um, the whole thing with uh, when Ronaldo, obviously, when he first came and Walter Smith, didn't he? He just basically said, right, we're, we're removing the games now. We're going to make it like three touch to basically stop Ronaldo hogging the ball. So like that sort of stuff's been going on for ages. That's, That's what I mean. I think sometimes, I mean, don't yeah. get me wrong, this guy's obviously, from you've been saying, you've yeah. seen like revolutionary. I think sometimes you get a little bit, um, but we have got a good picture of him, haven't we? If you want to share that so everyone can see. Never mind, don't you give me your excuses. Oh, there he is. So you met him, you Steve? Like Where did you meet him, <laughs> Ralph? I was at the Remembrance oh, Parade. So yeah. that's a bit weird bumping into him. At the Remembrance. <laughs> There's a look in there. Fair play, there is a fucking look. You've got, right, we've got to get your dad that outfit. <laughs> got I think he's got that outfit. Get him that, that blue jumper and that blazer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is absolutely did it. Did it not tweak then, Steve, that something might be on? Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> that is class. I love it. Um, right, I'll go through some of the super chats. Nathan Best, welcome to the academy. Saeed Ali Reza says, Romano seems to think he'll be consulting the board. Hope he does. The, this lot need someone to point out the obvious and away from shiny objective. Or object, sorry. I also think the consultancy means that they listen to him in the six months more too. Right, okay. Just because mm. they think, oh, yeah. we have to work with this fucking lunatic for the next yeah, two years. that's a good shout. Like, good if, if they was just there for six months, any mad ideas that he's coming up like, I think we should, like, reorientate uh, Carrington 90 degrees. They're like, what? Sure. Yeah. Whereas <laughs> if he's here for two years, they're like, oh, get the digger. have to listen to this guy for the next two years. Better just do as he says. No, I like it. I like the fact that it seems like a little bit grown up, the approach. Yeah. Um, rather than, oh, Michael Carrick won a game. Let's give it him forever. Or, you know, oh, who's just Brendan Rodgers has won the FA Cup. Let's give him a 10-year deal. It's like, hang on a minute, this makes sense. And the consultancy thing is the one that, the thing that, I think relieved is more the right word. Because I just feel like my biggest bugbear with United hasn't been Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, hasn't even been Jose or Van Gaal or even Dave Moyes. It's been the structure of the club. That's what's Absolutely, really got to yeah. me. And that's the thing I've been moaning and moaning about more than anyone who's Ed Woodward and people like that. Because I feel like we've just not run like a, a football club in the modern day. In this era of football, you're running against as well. The, the, the thing is, United, if we were in a, a different league, if we was in Holland, if we was in France, if we was in Italy, maybe. But you're in the Premier League where there's so much money that you can't buy up your lower level um, opposition players like they can in Germany, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Because you've not got 10x the revenue. You, you, you don't have that in the Premier League because everyone's loaded. So you can't just go and cherry pick, say, Calvert-Lewin, because they go, no, give us 100 million. He ain't a 100 million pound player, but he is a 100 million pound player because that's how much you're going to have to pay to get him. Mm -hmm. uh, same with Declan Rice. He ain't a 100 million pound player, no. but he's going to cost you 100 million pounds to get him. Yeah. So because the Premier that's League point, is, is so overwhelmingly stacked with cash and competition and, and all the rest of that sort of stuff, when you're running against people who in the Premier League have got unlimited cash, like Manchester City, and they've got owners with a vision, and that vision is be the best team in the world. And you've got the Scousers who are doing it on a bit more of a budget, but they're saying be the best team in the world, and they're trying to do it a bit more data science -y and a bit more on the budget, but they're still saying, within our constraints, be the best team in the world. Yeah. You've got Roman Abramovich, who only knows the English for be the best team in the world, and you're fired. <laughs> like, that's, that's the only language he yeah, knows. Kind of works for him, though. You can't then have the Glazers sucking 100 million out every single season saying, can we come fourth? Yeah. Because if you're aiming for fourth, while you've got all of these teams aiming to be the best team in the world, you ain't going to get fourth. You're going to get overtaken by Arsenal and Spurs and Everton and West Ham. They, well, some of them are going to overtake you. Leicester, I mean, Leicester's, I don't know if they've ever said, can we be the best team in the world? But look at their investment in their training ground. Look at their investment in a new stadium. Look at the actions rather than the words of what's coming out from, from that ownership. And they're running a football club on the outside, at, at least, it seems, the correct way. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's a good shout at Leicester as well. People forget that. I mean, they came in when they were in the championship, didn't they, those owners? They, and then got them promoted. And then they looked like at one point they were going to go back down, obviously stayed up and have, have gone on to, to big and better things. But yeah, it, you're right, and it, it's it's that sort of lack of both plan and ambition at times which just let us down. Uh, Alpha Amiga uh, in the Super Chat says, Gengen Press consultant Professor Ragnick fits the quintessential German manager trope, at least. Would much rather see Carrick tweak our lineups and formation like Villa Real game till May. Just on that, and I mean, you know, I'm not expecting you to know the answer, but you can give me your 
sort of opinion. Mm. Do, you do you reckon he's going to keep Michael Carrick and Mike Phelan and Kieran McKenna and, and am I missing anyone about? What's the contractual situation? Because there's all these rumours that are going to get extended or uh, have the they word been... Is they are. <laughs> they, are, they, are, they have been extended. Right. So got oh, three... saying, well, when you say the word, I'm guessing that, that is the word. <laughs> I, think, I think that's probably come straight from someone's phone at Old Trafford. Uh, so, so that's so they've got another two and a half years <laughs> yeah. that we're paying them. So what right. are we going to... The thing is, is it going to be a case of... Because I was reading today, someone had put some... As most top managers do, he's got a bit of a little team that he brings with him to different places. Is he going to bring... I know he's bringing this Lars Konecka fella. Right. Is he going to bring a couple of others? Because you don't want too many cooks spoiling the broth, do you? I think he's bringing two. Is it? Let me just get the names. Um, go on, you can have a look at that while I go through some so of these. Lars Kanetka is really interesting because he was the first video analyst in Germany. Right. Um, Whatever. Uh, yeah, uh, under Ragnik. Uh, which is max. It was only in like 2001 or 2002 what? or something like that. Yeah. Right. Uh, and I was already doing video sessions at rugby with with different clubs and it was literally it was videotapes as well like during like TV video combined yeah. sort of unit about 8 inch screens <laughs> oh, probably 14 I'm, I'm downgrading it here a little bit yeah it doesn't surprise me because even I think United only got a goalkeeper coach in like the late 90s and started doing proper fitness sessions yeah, in the 2000s like yeah. it all really developed Kurt Mossetter so there's going to be uh, Lars Konecka yeah. Kurt Mossetter and Kurt is a sports scientist um, it was a bit of a player as well. Um, a bit of, apparently similar to Klopp's assistant. That's Fantastic. Cool. That sounds positive. I mean, like I say, we'll yeah, find out when the results start. You know who for that. Yeah, uh, yeah, okay. Um, Colin Wilmot says, do you think Ragnick's style will suit Jesse Lingard? Yes. Gag and Jess. Yeah, Gagin nice. Gag and Jess, yeah, we'll have that one. Uh, um, I think it's got to be, yeah, he's, he's a sort of player. I'd be surprised if it was Jesse and Fred. I said that this yeah. morning, about, not about Fred. <laughs> I said about Jesse, though. He seems, I mean, I don't know anything about anything, but even I can see that Jesse seems like a type of player that would fit that style. 100%. Because he's full of beans, he likes to press, and you know, and he follows instructions as well, Jesse Lingard. I think that yeah. could be a thing. Uh, Peter Kelly says, remember when Conte was waiting on a work permit? We heard Spurs were training 3-5-2. What the changes we are training the Gengen... Oh, so I think that means what the chances we are training the Gengen press this week. If you're Michael Carrick, do you alter anything now? Or do you just do what you're going to do anyway? Or do you go, actually, this guy's going to come in. I know how this is his style. Let's do a bit of that. Or is it pointless? Um, it'd, be, it'd be daft to not okay. sort of start preparing people for what they were going to face, especially with the frequency of games through December. <laughs> like, there ain't a lot of training ground time. So if you've had any time this week... And it sounds like they knew about Ragnik, well, for at least for a week, I would say. Um, what? No. <laughs> Who are you talking to? <laughs> so, well, I fucking knew on Sunday, so. <laughs> I don't even want to know when you knew as well. I think you're both sort of, both doing like those little surreptitious tweets that so, you right, read between the lines and say, what's going on here? We know, both of you, as Let, bad as each Let's other. just say, if the fucking, if I knew by Sunday, let's hope that they've had a conversation with the guy in the meantime, uh, they, saying, right, if, let's just suppose I'm able to extradite myself from this contract with Locomotive Moscow, how do you want to set us up for the post-Chelsea game? And it, it's probably giving a bit of a guideline without going mental, I would yeah. hope. Yeah, it makes sense. Jonathan, do you reckon? I was going to say as well, I mean, not to sort of move the conversation on, but I'm just curious for your thoughts. Not that I'm trying to take over the role of interviewer here, but please do. just a few different angles. This is a what open forum. How pragmatic do you think we're going to be with regards to how he does? Because obviously we had the situation with Ollie where he comes in, 
does pretty well. There's the clamour for him to be the manager, gets the role. If, well, <laughs> there was quite a lot of people that yeah. were quite, you know, in that first six months, I think most of us accepted that he deserved maybe a little chance anyway. But, I mean, yeah. after Paris, I think we would have given him the keys to Old Trafford permanently, wouldn't we? I mean, everyone's getting mega excited. The only yeah. thing, the weird thing with Ollie was he waited until he started losing before he gave him the permanent that, that was a bizarre one, yeah, yeah when we tapered off at the end. But yeah. I was just wondering with this fellow, he's obviously got the pedigree, but if he does well and they've got the sights set on someone like Pochettino for next year, do you think they will be flexible on that? I know you don't like Poch, do you? But do you think they'll be flexible if he's doing well? It's a good question. I don't think they will. I think the fact that they've... I mean, this is Manchester United. We, they could go on and point the ice cream in Van Man for all we know. Do you know mm. what I mean? There's no logic to him. But he I, could go to him. Hey, that character's pretty good, you know. And they'd yeah. be like, yeah, isn't he? <laughs> 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 but, like, <laughs> but I would think the fact that he's consulted, even if he's successful this season, let's say yeah. he, he wins the Champions League. Right? I'm not saying it's going to happen, but let's say he did that. You go, oh, got to give him the job. But if, you think, if he's going on to consultancy, he can move into that role with all the swagger of like, listen, I've had success. I know what I'm doing. Bring in a manager. Who's going to help carry on what I've set up? Also, the fact he's sixty-three, so it's not like United. Like, we like to pretend we're going to have this manager for ten years, don't we? Yeah. Even with Moyes, it's a six-year deal. Hey. Sorry, yeah, yeah, we are, we are. So at least with him, you're not pretending that you're going to have him for long term because of his age and the fact that you know he's not unlikely to sort of live here for the rest of ten years, or whatever. So it kind of makes sense that he will go into that consultancy role, but I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. What do you reckon? He might, I mean, United might. He might win four games and they go, oh, he's really good and quick, give him the Honestly, job forever. I wouldn't rule anything. I know. Literally, yeah. I mean, literally, I wouldn't rule anything I'm out. I'm with you on that. But I think that him already preempting a consultancy role for two years, he said something really interesting in one of the interviews that I watched with him, which is what we do, and he was talking about the the, the we of, of that group of like coaches and, and um, football administrators. He says, what we do is we develop players. He says whether we're involved in youth coaching, whether you're a sporting director, or whether mm -hmm. you're the head coach, all we do is develop players. And he goes, and I can do that in any of those roles. So I don't necessarily know if he needs, like, like Jose Mourinho mm -hmm. needs to be the head coach, don't yeah. he? I don't know if he needs to be the head coach. I think he's had a very good, successful time, certainly when he was at Red Bull Football Group, where he was overseeing a project yeah. uh, in multiple different areas and, and bringing the levels up of all of those different places. I don't necessarily think he needs to be the head coach. I think he'd be a great bridge to a more modern sort of approach from the club with a new manager. I can't imagine he brings someone like Tuchel in, even, even though the, the close relationship they've got. I think Chelsea's a megalith of a club and he's obviously won things there that I don't think he'd ever jump that ship. But I wonder if there's another manager that isn't quite on the radar of English fans yet. That's what I was thinking. Because if, say for example, if, if Mopo, I don't like that moniker, but that's what they're calling him. I know you're not a fan Who's of they? him. Well, the, the internet, <laughs> Twitter. What have I told you about that? <laughs> it's a fad. He'll never catch on the internet. It's, but but like, so say Pochettino comes in. Yeah. And you've got, say this fella, like hypothetically, would obviously will be delighted. He wins the Champions League. Pochettino has a different style. How's that going to work? Because he's overseeing the project and you've got yeah, a manager a coming question. in with a different style. How does that tally? Well, he's he's never, he's, well he had Hassan Hüttel, um as a manager that he had appointed when he was at Leipzig. He, yeah. might, uh, he might think Hassan Hüttel's up for the job. 
which a lot of United fans are just going to look at what his record is with Southampton and go, no. They're going to go 9-0. You're going to have so many people bringing up that 9-0 that it's going to be unreal. Hit the like button as well. We've got 4,000 people watching. Hit that like button. Probably not Hassan Hootl because of that. But he might have a manager in mind that goes, this will continue that style. Someone like a Tuchel and a Klopp, let's be real, all play uh, a variation of his style in a way. Um, I think he's a bit more possession-based, um, differently possession-based than Klopp, because Liverpool have a, a phenomenally high possession yeah. uh, percentage. But then you wouldn't call them a possessional team. No. But they hold possession mean, amongst yeah. their centre-halves, generally. And they, yeah, and the midfielders are tidy. They're not spectacular, but they no. keep possession. The and I think you know, Tuchel can kind of be... He's a he's a different variation on that. Again, he uses a lot of wing play, but it's not the same at all as Klopp's. Yeah. And Hassan Hootl, obviously, is playing with a different train set with Southampton. But you can see things that he's trying to do that you can recognise, at least in those two managers. And again, I think you can recognise some traits of those. It's like a lot of the Spanish managers, you, you know, from Enrique to, uh, obviously, to Pep Guardiola. Even uh, I'm trying to think off the top of my head now. This Bielsa, I know he's not Spanish, but like there's there's a, a trait in some of these that are similar. But yeah. there's even crossover from a lot of the Spanish style of play to the German style of play, uh, and I think both of them can work quite well in England actually. Yeah, um, especially in the Premier League because a lot of it's just about intensity yeah, and speed. Yeah, and this we've serious. lacked, haven't we? For well, so that, long. That's two, yeah, two words there that, like you yeah, say, we yeah. have lacked. Uh, Jason McMillan in Super Chat says, "How does Ronaldo fit into Rangnick's press? Oh, and does mate. Ten Hag not suit this style to take over rather than Potts? Two very good points there. Both oh, Ten Hag Renat, and Potts. Ronaldo one. Um, right, play the other one then. Slightly pressing. <laughs> slightly pressing. Uh, Possession-based football. I don't think any of them are copycats of." what Ragnick is about to do, but I think they're on the same, they're on the same track as them. Like they're not, it's not going to be like a complete 180, forget everything. It's not like bringing Tony Pulis in afterwards. You know, where you're going to be like, like going from Guardiola to Tony yeah. Pulis. Like you're not going to be like, right, anyway, do you remember all that we just learned? Yeah, throw that out. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. It's not going to be anything like that. Uh, on Ronaldo, uh, he had Raul at Schalke, 2011. Yeah. Uh, Raul wouldn't yeah. be someone that That's you would know. Shout, as, yeah. uh, he was 34 as well at the time, as someone that was a mega presser. Um, and that Schalke team pressed. Invariably, you know, they got to a Champions League semi-final. Got yeah. dicked by United. Well, they got. They it was a bit. It's a bit harsh though, isn't it? Because they did, and people have already brought that up. But they did extremely well to get to the last four of the Champions League with that. They did, with the resources yeah. that he had. They did. That is, you know, that's not an easy feat to do. Do you know what I mean? It's like how many times have City done that in their history? Like once. No. It's like you know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he got his pants pulled down at the end, but. You can only take a group of players so far. So, like you say, it's, it's, it is an achievement. Though. And when you think of, like, Ronaldo, latter years at United with, you know, when you had Tevez and Rooney all doing the legwork and just running around like blue-arse flies. I mean, ultimately, we don't have fancy sort of phraseology for it here, do we? Like, gag and press and stuff. But essentially, they were pressing and harrying. Yeah, that and that they Barcelona were game, remember, semi-final yeah. at Trafford? Rooney and Severs were like men possessed. Exactly. It was and that's, like, they wouldn't let them breathe and you're like, wow. And then well, some people... The forward three of Rooney, Park and Severs was nothing yeah. but a pressing yeah. forward three. You're not, you're not, you know, you get on that ball if you're a defender, you've yeah. got half a second you know, for one of them. And the midfield from, yeah. that was like, Carrick, Skulls and Hargreaves. Exactly. Was a, was a, you know, Skulls wasn't necessarily a presser and this is where the Ronaldo comparison kind of comes into this. 
you can cheat. You can, and you can always have one player. That's now, it. when you have That's three, you when it's like PSG the other night, you're fucked. You can't do it. But you can have <laughs> you one. You can't do it. You can have one, and all you got to do is, if you have a simple solution, you go, right, Ronaldo, you mark their right side centre half. You're going to be left forward. You mark their right side centre half. And you just man mark him. Yeah. You don't need to press a guy if you're marking a guy. Yeah, yeah. Because that other centre half is going to look up and go, Ronaldo's a bit close to him. Mm-hmm. And he's looking this way. Yeah. And as he's looking this way, he's got Bruno chasing him down. He's got someone else covering the ground. All Ronaldo needs to do is just kind of walk near that guy. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't need to sit off and, and create a pressing trap. You use your, quick, you use your Rashford, your Bruno, your Fred, for people yeah. like that that have got that sort of acceleration and fitness to do that. You don't let Ronaldo do that. You don't ask Ronaldo yeah. to do that. But yeah. like you say, you can carry the one, can't you? And he's that good that he justifies it. That's yeah, the key. What I like about um, Ragnick as well is he's a big fucking crosser. Really? Loves a cross. Does he? Loves Are we talking cross. like late era David Moyes? <laughs> no, I said loves a cross. Not, 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 yeah. not as only got the cross. Yeah, look, we're not going to have pieces of paper with like, we had 83 crosses in this game and I can't believe we lost or drew even. Uh, Surya Mukherjee says, I'm curious to see how uh, the fan reacts once he settles in and if things go south. I think it means the fans. Uh, we've seen the impatience of fans since 2018. Thoughts? I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not just saying this because we're a fan channel. Impatience of certain sections of this fan base. I think United fans get a rough deal because I've been stood yeah. there watching us get battered off our rivals yeah. and the fans have still backed the manager. So it's not a case of we've all turned and we all have this high expectation. We haven't won a league since 2013. I think we have a right to be a little bit miffed at that. And so it's I don't know, historically I don't... one of the most patient fan bases yeah. in terms of match-going fans. Yeah. I know I hate to no, 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 this no. divide. And, and, and I think even, you know... Even online, there's this this sort of thing that match going fans are nothing like the online fans. It's not the case. I think there's a lot of fans online who've backed Holly and backed yeah. Jose and backed fan Gal, is, but they get anonymous trolls. Yeah, you get yeah. anonymous right. trolls yeah. can't exist in real life. Therefore, they don't exist yeah, in real life. That's it. Whereas fucking marshalisms on Twitter is is Marshall whoever from wherever. Yeah, it, yeah. It, it doesn't matter. It's a, not a person. No. When I, someone's got their real name, it doesn't matter where they're from. No. Generally, the opinions, generally, because it's not 100% proven, but generally the opinions are, are a slight bit more realistic. When, yeah. when it's a, yeah. Look, it's football Twitter accounts. Let's have it right. Yeah. It's football Twitter accounts. But say there's a lot of them with United, isn't there, unfortunately? Yeah. That's the thing. There's a lot of them of every club. I mean, I, get got, into it, I keep getting told I'm bald, and I'm like, I know I've got a mirror, do you know what I mean? Someone, like, sorry, there was a comment that someone said, we've only invited you on here, so I'm not the only bald oh, one. Right. <laughs> which is not only accurate. Uh, Tom Greenwell says, how important is the continuous, con- continuity, I can say that word, mm. of style beyond this interim period? Should we avoid having to wipe the state slate clean just to get someone like Pochi? And I think Steve already mentioned yeah. that, that it's not a complete sort of change you know, change around if Poch does come in. It's not 180, but I think it is important. I think we lurched from Louis van Gaal. If if we'd have got Solskjaer in following Louis van Gaal, I think we'd have been in a better place. But we didn't. We got Jose in. And Jose's signings, largely, not exclusively, but largely Jose's signings, you know, your Lukaku, your Sanchez-type signings, uh, even Ibra to a certain degree, they were very short-term, they were very expensive, they were very of one type of thing. Whereas that hasn't generally been what Solskjaer's been looking for, and it certainly wouldn't have been what Louis van Gaal would have brought in. So we've gone from, you know, we've, we've sidestepped on a, on a couple of different managers here rather than continuing down one path. And I think that's why other clubs with um, their appointments can end up being ultimately successful. Because, I mean, let's say Bayern Munich, for an example, going with Nagelsmann following like Pep Guardiola. It's, it follows a trend. Mm. Even though they're not identical styles, they're still. You know, 
tick attacker and, and your forward pressing Gagan pressing is not identical but there's there's a lot of traits that are similar things like winning the ball back in yeah. in a certain amount of time high lines and and looking for certain sort of def defense splitting passes these are sort of traits that fit into him there might be tactical tweaks in there where you go well actually we don't really tend to focus on that or we do focus on this one they might be the differences but going from Rangnick to Poch is not a 180 degree turn mm. going from Ragnik to Tenag isn't a 180 degree turn going from Ragnik to Zidane is not a 180 degree turn I don't really know of many people with the only one I can think of that's an absolute definite would be Simeone or Conte mm. like that these are people that you go okay that's a bit different yeah no, I'll, I'll go back to Jose yeah, I feel that. Um, here's one for you, Steve. Stu Whitaker says, Ralph has already changed the brew format. The guy's a genius. No 1991 connection, Steve. Hang on. What the fuck is this shirt? We've literally got... Can we have a close-up there of, uh, of that? It's, got on, it's around the badge as well. There. 91 yeah. cup winners. We've got it here. Don't worry about that. That's all roads lead back to Rotterdam. Don't you worry. Um, Alex Buckingham says, looking forward to the coach's voice video, seen clips from it, but not the whole thing. Good of them to let you use the footage. So, talk about that, Steve. Where can people find out? Where is it? Um, it I'll out? be pointing it out. Will's been on it all day long. We came in early today. To I know. Up. I walked in. I couldn't believe it. I was coming <laughs> in. I thought I could put my feet up because I'm usually the first in. I can pretend I've been working dead hard while no one's here and you're already here. Uh, Abdullah Ibrahim says, I can see the players like Eddie. I can see players like Eddie and Lingard on their work rate 100%. and an aggressive centre back like Bay, fitness permitting, yeah. doing well under RR. How do you see him improving other existing players? Jonathan, any, how do you and see him exist, uh, improving anyone? And this was a question as well, because I know Steve's been looking into him sort of extensively today. He seems a very assertive, authoritative figure. He seems like he sort of oozes that, doesn't yeah. he? Do you think he's going to be bold enough to make decisions based on certain players? Say, for example, if they're not putting the shift in that he needs them to put in? Cause I don't think he drops Ronaldo if that's what you're... Maybe not, okay, towards. Ronaldo aside, because he sort of lives on his own planet a little bit, doesn't he, Ronnie? Like, we've seen with, we had Mourinho, he threw his toys out of the pram. We went to the kind of other extreme of, of Oli, who was sort of very nurturing. I'm kind of hoping this guy's somewhere in the middle where he can be stern, but also put an arm around the shoulder if they need it. Like, where do you, th is he going to be bold enough, enough to make big decisions? I assume so because I know he walked out of places. I think he walked out of Schalke because they wouldn't appoint a fucking doctor that he wanted. I like right. that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Um, you need a bit of that, don't you? Yeah. I, I think, I, I could be wrong on that, but I'm, he walked out somewhere on, on those terms. Um, I, I think it was Schalke, but I can't remember off the top of my head. Um, the, um, the, the man management side of stuff is I haven't heard a lot yeah. about what his man management is. And maybe that's a good thing. Maybe because people are just blown away by his his brain yeah. that they they just focus on that aspect of it rather than like it's, it's like I asked about um, I asked the current first team player about about Donny um, they've mm. just been absolutely jizzing up their pants about how sharp Marcus looked right uh, and I said is Donny currently getting the what is he doing in training to justify this sort of like this is about six or seven weeks ago where it was like peak Donny must play sort yeah. of and he went, oh, he's a nice lad. And I went, well, there you go. <laughs> like, you've, you've just absolutely exposed wow. yourself over Marcus he's... and how sharp he looks and how ruthless he looks. And I said, but you've just said, Donny, yeah, 
Like, yeah. not, not really. Nice so guy, they, you know. Yeah, nice guy. You, so you'd if let the fact, give you a lift to train him. If everyone, nice, if someone yeah. says, oh, yeah, Joe, like, maybe that was one of the criticisms that we, we overlooked with, with Ollie was that he had a good rapport with players. Yeah. Maybe Donny van der Beek aside. He had a good rapport with players and, and that was an excellent thing. Or, you know, he made the players feel better than Jose did. Okay, well, does that mean that there's a downfall in other areas of mm. his personality that, you know, maybe we're not sure on? You know, or uh, do people just focus on a couple of things because it's easy to pigeonhole managers and players and stuff like that rather than actually talk about what they're really like? I don't know if you know yeah. this, but my, my, a big thing that I'm curious about is January. Is he going to have sign offs? Are we going to sign anyone? Or is he going to be able to sell anyone? Do you know that? Do we, do we not have any idea around that yet? Is that something to look at? Because I, I, I wonder as well, you know, there's so much to sort out in terms of players who are ready to go. Jesse's ready to go. Pope is ready to go. Also, you know, can he, can he get to the end of a season without a midfielder? Does he look at it and go, I need a DM? Do you know what I mean? We've all been saying it. We've all been saying United could do with DM. Does he say it? Does he say it to the board and say, look, you want me to sort this out now? I still need a DM. And also, it sort of sets a trend for him. If he's going to be here for two and a half years and he goes, I need a DM, they go, well, no. It's not looking great if someone's going to be... Yeah, I mean, he goes, right, well, this consultancy role is going to be great. If I'm telling you this as a manager and you say no, when I'm consulting you, are going to listen to me. I know there's a lot of this and books and maybe it's not in no, the No, you're right. This, this but I'm just curious because yeah. January, I was already, the season's gone that wrong, but you're already looking at January going, <laughs> we need someone. And I'm wondering whether he's thinking the same because obviously he's, you know... He's I don't think you need to spend 100 million quid. No, 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 I get that. I hear you there. And that's what I'm hoping. I mean, when you look at what he did do at both Salzburg um, and Leipzig and what the Red Bull football model is, um, he's got a clanger on his books, so. though. Go on. A massive clanger on his books. So he was looking at a lad at Fleetwood Town. I know where this is going already. <laughs> hey. Um... Jamie Vardy. I'm glad you said that because yeah. I was trying to think of another Fleetwood Town just player. For, I got just it. for a laugh. <laughs> yeah. Um, no. So he, he was looking at Jamie Vardy when he was Fleetwood. It was it was actually the the window he ended up going to Leicester. Right. Um, and he said no purely on the fact he was 25. So Red Bull's model was all 24 and under players that they can flip for a higher value. Um, chat, I think chat shit get ranged. Yeah. Nice. I think hey, he'd have. Um, I'm here for the yeah, puns only, yeah. by the way. He'd have absolutely smashed it in Germany, I think, with his Can, running. I know, I'm not just defending him because he's about to be appointed Manchester United's manager, but if you're looking at a 25 year old tearing up in whatever League Two or whatever, who used to be an odd carrier a year ago, you're probably going. Mm, There's a lot of asterisks there saying. in there for you yeah, to Yeah, no, say, you're no. right. I mean, Jamie Vardy's a very, very good player and he's gone on, but I remember watching Jamie Vardy. For Leicester against Man United when he got that penalty against Raphael, saying yeah. he's rubbish. How is he in the Premier League? He's not a Premier League footballer. Meanwhile, and then next season, <laughs> yeah, next season they won the title and he scored and he about. He breaks Rude Van Nistelrooy against us as well. I was like, what is going on here? But yeah, so you're so right. Yeah, it is a got, clanger. He's, he's got a clanger on his, on yeah, his books for that. I can but when it. you think about like uncovering of like Campbell and I've got, um, there's Harland, a, there's, and there's there's a list yeah. there. There's some signings he made, and these are signings he made when these people weren't big. Oh, um, he's got Meccano. Yeah, no, so no. there's Naby Keita. Yeah, it turned him down, you know. He's got Meccano. was on, yeah. Oh god, another what stage though. Like, like when he went there. Oh, when he went there. There's been Na a few of those. Yeah, just a bit. Naby Keita got in for one point two million. Um, at Leipzig. Well, he sold him for about £78 million profit. Yeah, nice. Was, uh, Luis Gustavo, uh, 850k. Kimmich, 350k. What's he done in the game since? Rubbish. <laughs> Did himself a favour. Deo up in Meccano, 1.9 million. Pfft, he'd pay that for him anyway. Done himself a favour. Demba Bar, 2.5 million. 
Yeah. Great player, Demba Bart. Yeah. My favourite non-United player <laughs> of all time. And I'm not even joking. Um, you don't need to ask why. Yusuf Poulsen, 1.3 million, you got him for. Uh, David Alaba, you got him on loan. Yeah. Timo Werner, 8.5 million. Let's not forget that Timo Werner was, is, or is, you know, was, was well good in Germany. Yeah. But, um, he's, so been, he's been lucky a few times, and obviously. These yeah. are the, yeah. these are There's the sort Harland of... Harland as well that I didn't mention that was six This million. is the sort of recruitment that he's been able to achieve. Yeah. And this is the sort of recruitment Manchester United seem incapable of producing. Mm. Like, look who we signed in the summer. Yeah. We signed Cristiano Ronaldo, Rafael, Champions League Varane, un, right? Un, un, unearthed gem stick. <laughs> Jason hey, Sanchez. Scouting department has done their homework there, bro. And, and Tom Eaton, right? Hey. <laughs> Who scouted them? A 12-year-old playing FIFA. <laughs> like, where's the... Oh, there's no gems there, is there? Let's be honest. Like, literally... You literally got no those one, obvious signings. Nobody could misspell them. Like, we it's not one of those... Like, I mean, I've, I've spelt Ragnit wrong. Like, we also going to spell it wrong. Yeah. Like... No one's misspelling any of those signings that we've had. I'd love him to come in and go, look, yeah, United need a DM. I've got one. He's going to cost us 17 million, though. Yeah. And we go, wow. And I bet he he's sick. Do. He might do. You know when oh, Wenger, Wenger went to Arsenal? Yeah. The reason that I think the Wenger tailed off a little bit is when he went there, he had all these signings under his, up his sleeve that he could go, look, I can get, you know, like, yeah, yeah you know, or, you know, whoever. And then it sets off a bit. He might have that. He might have these players that he's been monitoring for years. That he he will, thinks, 100% he will yeah, do, yeah. Cut out. And also, where you're at a club like, you know, a Hoffenheim or a Leipzig, whatever, where they might not be willing always to go for these 20, 70 million pound players, because to them it's a big deal. United, we spend that constantly, don't we, on players, you know, well, we spend more than that on players that aren't even necessarily for you the first team. Get rid of a manager. Exactly. Uh, Zachary Purvis, who's been a member of the twelve uh, member of the first team even for 12 months, says Dan James would have been perfect for his style. Anyone else notice we went to shite when we sold him? Any youth <laughs> videos upcoming? Uh, yeah, we will have some youth videos coming up soon. Don't worry. People keep asking about that. Um, and we're open to bring Dan that James back to the academy. Right. I'm not having that Dan James is the reason for our downfall, by the way. Um, Sam Zed said Marshall's probably RR's first victim. No complaints. Um some Greenwell as well says... We had a conversation about that, don't we, in our little group, me and Macca. You, I was about to say, you and Macca had a conversation <laughs> that should, should not be repeated on camera. I don't mind. Well, you, no, from your point of view, but let's just say Macca's not giving up. Um, so, and if you know, you know. Uh, Tom Greenwell said, how precarious is Maguire's role in this new system? Can he defend in a high line and progress the ball forward quickly, confidently? You have two defenders, yeah, generally. Yeah. Like, one can be the cover... Which should mm. be Varane. Should be, yeah. One should be the stopper, which should be Slabhead. Mm. Okay. Yeah. So he's allowed to steam in. The problem that you have is, and I mentioned this on a video earlier, like, if you look at what Van Dyke does, it's not him that goes and tries to challenge. The, the whole he's never been dribbled pass, quite often he runs the opposite way. Now, I take the piss out of that because, well, he plays for Liverpool and it's my birthright to do that. But what he actually does is good defensive technique because he's not getting beaten. He stays in the fight almost. And at the right time, if he has to make a last ditch tackle, if someone else, if he's not managed to delay him and someone else has managed to come in, then he's done his job. Yeah. He's, if he's reading and he's the in, deepest. If Gomez has steamed in and they've missed, which happens. Yeah. And he steams in, well, it's one nil whoever, isn't it? Yeah. So one of the jobs of the cover defender is to literally just delay. You know, can we stay on my feet? Think back to Rio and Vidic. Yeah, yeah, definitely, Who, yeah. Which one's going steaming in? Vidic always went steaming in. It ain't Rio, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you see him going steaming in, 
Um, and Rio's going to be the one that sits off, uses his pace to keep track with a speedy attacker. Yeah. Um, and if it has to become to it, he'll make a tackle as he enters his own box, you, or ideally just before. Very rarely got done, did he? I mean, I can only really think of the top of my head of the Bellamy one in the four three, and so he, he sort of passed it in one. Yeah, he he's sort like, of, he, the way he passed, then, like you say, because he does that little flick, he'd almost give him an head start, and you can't. Yeah. Oh, one where gigs had his that pace ricochet. The what? Gigs. gigs had a ricochet off Michael Owen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gigs is gold, really, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It is, work, I mean, it was Ryan Giggs don't get enough, enough credit for that shot that, that went enough. Michael Owen. Mid Soka Marius, who's been a member of the Academy for three months, says, Oli was my dream Man United manager. Was got to see him live at OT for the first time versus Arsenal. That said, of course, I understand why it couldn't go on. Um, Gorm Brenner says, like Tick Attack of the German philosophy in Premier League will become outdated. I fear we're too late on the bandwagon. That's a spirit. Um, Keegan Bradley, thanks for your super chat. Um, listen, I know you've all got reservations, but I'm just going to, you know, give him a bit of a, um, you He's, know, you know Jay is right. We should be looking at Icelandic Viking football. And if we, we don't get there first, we'll be lost. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Nick Albany says, hopefully Donny and Bruno in the starting 11 soon. I think, um, oh yeah. Uh, Christopher Hawkins, who's a member of the first team for 17 months, says, do we anticipate Rangnick being given the funds to spend in the January transfer window? I've already spoke about Up the fucking Reds, up the RH, up the paddock. Um, also he's here today. Yeah, he was RH. He's done a preview of RH, me and him. He'll be out in the morning for the Chelsea game, obviously. Seamus Nels, uh, Nolan even says... Did he mention on the video where he's been? No, do you know what? We missed the, we missed the trick there because we spoke about Rangnick and we spent about 10 minutes pronouncing his name. Like, I'm not even exaggerating. And then... We spoke about, like, obviously he was saying my boy Fred and my boy Delo and my boy Bruno. Then I explained why they're his boys and why he says that, because obviously RH coaches these guys out uh, extracurricular co coaching or whatever. Yeah. And he didn't really talk about the fact that we've just got a German manager and he's just spent the last two weeks in Germany coaching. At Hamburg. At Hamburg. Not at, like... Yeah. He's, been, he's just been over to Not Hamburg. some primary school. To, to do extra coaching for these guys who've actually drafted him in. And he didn't mention that until after the cameras. I'll, I'll give you your flowers, mate. Yeah. RH, up the RH, has up been the out RH. there in, in Hamburg. He's uh, been doing a little bit with St. Pauli for all the rebels out there. Yeah. Uh, but a little bit at Hamburg as well, coaching. It's mad. Just right doing now. a little bit of extra coaching. It's mad that people in Hamburg get people from Joylston to do that coaching. <laughs> I can't go over that. I'm sorry. Mate, if, you, if you know, you know. When Paddock hit the, the Northwest Counties, he's coming in as part of my staff and we're going to go draws on everyone's ass. This is. <laughs> just get on the. Jonathan, just get on the draws the bus on this channel, bro. I, know, I live I in Eccles, but even I'm like holding my hands up. Do you know what? Uh, Arthur Alberson used to manage him, didn't he? Briefly. Knowledge. There no. you go, you see. Hey, one of no. the greatest fullbacks ever. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Seamus Nolan says, with all this talk of AV, AVB, form so bad. I think that's uh, Adam Abasaka form so bad. Uh, why don't we bring Laird back from loan and give him a good and fight for the place in the 11? Give him a chance, I think he's saying there. Ethan Laird, just before we wrap up. I drive the Ethan Laird bandwagon. I know, I've noticed that. You do. And, and rightly so. Yeah. It's hard not to like yeah. Ethan Laird. If you yeah. like football and you're a Mank and a United fan, how can you watch Ethan Laird and not like that? Yeah, he's um like he's everything you'd want from a fullback. He's unbelievable in the final third. Right. I mean, unbelievable. His, yeah. his, his dribbling reminds me of Sancho's a little bit. The sort of like quite low to the ground, um, agile off either foot. But he's a terrier. Like he played centre half for England. Like he'll get accused of not having a great defensive base. Yeah. Um, because he's so good going forward. But he played centre half for England. No one's 
picking an attacking centre half, are they? No. Like you're no. picking a centre half based on their defensive principles alone. Um, he's probably going to end up about six foot six one, I imagine. But he's really, really solidly built. He's uh, a serious athlete, I think. And how's his fitness been this yeah, year? Because I know he struggled question. a little yeah. bit, didn't he? But that was it. Yeah, I think it's been fine. I haven't noticed that he's been injured. Yeah. He seems to be constantly posting photos of him playing at Swansea, which is better than like the fucking crutches and stuff that we've seen from him. That was, that was good because it was a worry one at one point. Like, yeah, is, yeah. He, is it going to be... Well, he was fully one of those careers that could have easily just been a, yeah. on, on the injury table. What could have been, yeah. And I was worried, but he looks like... But he's still he's still plenty young enough. Playing a full season now in the Championship, I don't want to oh, recall him now. Let no, him get a full yeah. season under his belt, like Tuan Zabi did, and then yeah. he just kicks on from there, doesn't it? Oh, hang on. What? Well, he he didn't exactly do that for two and a half, did it? <laughs> he had a full season in the championship, no injuries, come back, fucked it. Uh, do you know what? <laughs> Two hands, Aby, man, it's, it was so sad. Not one of the most Obia, natural no. defenders I have ever fucking seen in my life. Tell that to Mbappe and Neymar as well, because they, well, you don't need to tell them, they know. Um, They're still waking up having calls. Alex Buckingham says, 2024, my football manager, save lead, is banging. Um, Alan Chaplin says, lead is put pure class and easily our best right back. Um, well, that wait and see when that one. Um, Hang on, no, he is. Why well, isn't he? Are we still? Are we going right? Okay, he's our best. Right, he's better than Wambasaka. Yeah. Right. All right. I'm not going to start an argument <laughs> with that one. Um, also, AK says hit the like button for fuck's sake, uh, for f's sake. Yep. Well said. Hit that like button. Um, Alfie McShane says Hasberg is my German team because they. Oh, right. They could use the help because they've been awful since 2011. Well, they've got R8s down there now, so hopefully they'll You're going to have the all, the, all the German players just shouting. I mean, I'm not going to do a German accent, but just shouting up the R8s. Yeah. That's if if you quality. can just walk around Hamburg now, <laughs> just listening to up the RH all over the Reaper Barn. Um, thanks to Surfshark. Don't forget to check out their Black Friday special, the Cody's Paddock, 83% off for four months. Just Friday, Joe. Thanks for Jonathan Schrager. <laughs> John, where can people find you? Yeah, Twitter, at Jonathan Schrager. Schrager, I want to ask you about the, the, the team news as well. You used to do the team news, you stopped doing it now. I did, I was getting grief and, and you know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a reasonable human being, so I thought, you know, I can see where... for the benefit of Manchester United. For the benefit of Manchester United and I could see where people were coming from, so yeah. Mate, you'll never get last any. You'll never get anywhere in this business worrying about benefit of others. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Think about the numbers. Know, <laughs> Fair play to you. No, make sure you're checking out Jonathan, you know, to find him. Um, Mr. Housen, what's going on? Where, where, Just where, gone live. Listen, there's 4,000 watching right now. Why don't you all go to my channel, Stephen Housen. This is how United are going to play with Ragnik. And thanks to the coach's voice, I've got actual Ragnik talking about how he plays as well on the video. And can we do a bit of a teaser next week? We've got something good, haven't we? Have we? If you're telling the truth, we have. Oh, with that guy? Oh, yeah, yeah I've got yeah. Honestin <laughs> coming on. Sorry. you got to keep me up a bit, Joe. Yeah, what we're well, talking I about. about next week, I've been thinking about it all day. You're all right, like, oh, have we? So, Raphael Honigstein wrote one of the, the quintessential German football books, which is Das Reboot. Um, I had him on my channel last year. Uh, I'm going to be interviewing for Paddock um, on Monday, essentially. So, we'll probably put that up Monday or Tuesday. No, we're not um, waiting 24 hours. It's and going I, be on Monday. I believe he's <laughs> extremely close uh, to Ralph Ragnick. There's a lot on Ragnick in Das Reboot, hence why I've had this obsession with him for a year or so. Um, but. Um, Honigstein is going to be coming on. We're going to be talking all things Ralph Ragnick with the quintessential guy to ask him about. Inject that Ralph Get Ragnick over and go content and watch video. I'll tell you exactly into my veins. Thanks to Jonathan. Thanks to Stephen. I know I'm thanking you. You're here all, with, all the time. It's your vid. Uh, make sure you're hitting that subscribe button. Let's get 700,000 subscriptions or subscribers by the end of the season. We can do it. Thanks to Surfshark as well. This has been The Brew.
Thanks for watching. Sports Social Podcast Network.